Y'all politicking with the homie poet, Poe Politicking. Self-help meets hip-hop. That's fucking beautiful. What up, Poe? What up, DJ Period? Just two black brothers. I see y'all out there doing what y'all do, preserving the hip-hop culture and introducing the future stars. Keep shining, kings. Real and recognize real. Love is love. Salute. Yeah. PoePolitikin.com Welcome back to PoePolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, on Apple Music. I just got added to Amazon. They got a new podcast thing. Go on, check on that. PoePolitikin. This is my interview since 2008. One, two, one, two. I'm in place to be with Indian K. How you doing, bro? I'm good, brother. I'm good. And you? I'm great. So I was doing some investigation. I see, I think you are an actual Native American, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. So what's the, is that, is that your whole name? The Indian K, the Sky High Crew is just the, okay. the, the brand, you know what I mean? Okay. That's the brand, but the Indian K, yeah, that's the name. Um, I'm from right here in San Diego County, my reservation Rincon outside of uh, Escondido area, if you're familiar with the area. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like any Recon Casino or? Yeah, Harris, it's a Harris, yeah. but yeah, the res is Rincon. So okay. yeah. That's what's up. So how did you get involved with music? Shoot, back in the day in the group homes, man, like the mid 90s, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just watching the homie Cypher. Uh, a lot of like the staff members in our group home, they were from all over Chicago, New York. And so they all were into hip hop because, I mean, it wasn't something to be a staff. You didn't have to be like a bachelor's degree or anything. You just had to apply for the job. And they would cipher and it was just something I got into. I mean, I obviously am from the West Coast. So like the chronic, my older brother put me on that. But actually me getting into the art, it was, it was from the group homes, the ciphers. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you grew up in a group home? Yeah, yeah, that's I bounced around a lot. My uh I don't really know my mom and my dad. He was always in the streets and then he got hit with uh 25 to life in uh 90 95, end of 95, beginning of 96. Uh but before that I was like bouncing around between here, LA and Riverside County. And then in 96 I ended up in uh Arizona with some relatives and then we me and my brother were already headed down the wrong path so we end up get, hitting juvie and then getting put in group homes until we were 18. Yeah. All right. So you was talking about the ciphers. You remember some of the artists you grew up listening to? Um, like like mainstream artists or like from the group homes? No, no, mainstream. Oh, um, corrupt. DMX is my favorite. Rapping forte. Um, you know the this the normal stuff. Sugar free. Uh, Snoop. The whole death row area. You know, um, E40, Be Legit, The Click, all that that type of stuff. Uh, out of Arizona, like Buki Look. I don't know if you heard of him. He got he did a, a whole like a whole project with Battle Cat and all that. Um, that's probably it, man. I mean, if if we if it, if a name comes up, I probably listened to it. You know, growing up, but I was more like West Coast West Coast artists. So, what do you love about music? The I found love with music because of the way it made me feel growing up. You know, you hear you hear some music. So DMX is one of my favorite rappers. He was like the first person that made me start listening to the East Coast because what he was saying in his rhymes, I was living at the time. The group homes and homeless and in and out of jail. So he 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 made me really like feel, he made me be like, whoa, like this this is 
something that can actually like touch people in a positive way. Cause even though I was still like wild, it kind of started making me think like, yo, wait, I ain't the only person going through this. Cause you know, when you're young, you think like you're the only one, I'm the only one who has it hard. I'm the, you know what I mean? But hearing that, I'm like, nah, that wait, like, I'm not the only one going through this, you know? And before I was like rhyming or trying to do the cypher stuff, but it wasn't from like the, like that feel place. It wasn't from that feel place, you know? It was just trying to like put the words together. So what do you love about music the most? Um, just creating it. <laughs> like just the impact it has on the world. You know what I mean? Like you can meet anybody in, this, in, in the world and you guys can have in common that one thing of just, you guys made like a certain song you and it ain't just hip-hop you know so it could be like oh i listen to this brent woods this brent woods song and somebody would be like that you probably wouldn't think go yo i love that song you know what i mean it's universal and like music i'm speaking music not just hip-hop music all around it's 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 a bonding it bonds people you know what i mean i love i love that unity part of the music aspect you know so what would you say your story is as an mc um like my like how i spit type or just like what i'm trying to what you trying to get across uh i'm just trying to just trying to for me so you know i was involved in the streets so i'm trying to get across you know that that street life still but not the aspect of like bragging about it you know like i guess i, I make struggle struggle music uh pain music i guess is what people like to call it um I'm a storyteller, so my story is just basically overcoming. You know, like I'm not perfect, and by I'm not where I want to be, but I'm no, I'm no longer. You know, what I'm saying in prisons. I got three kids, I got a family. You know, what I'm saying like, so I'm living like normal now, and you know what I mean. Like, just I guess perseverance, bro. Like my story that is just you know keep pushing on the positive side because I could have went left bad. Like, you know, what I'm saying I could have went left bad. So what was your what was your uh what was you doing in the streets? Robbery. Damn, for real? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't sell drugs, bro. I sucked at it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't my thing. And then like my section, like just the homies was we was into robbery and shit, bro. And um my charges, I, I beat some robbery burglary charges, but I ended up getting caught on aggravated assaults, deadly weapons and shit like that. Yeah, I just be thinking like people that that do like robbery, man. You gotta have some balls, cause shit, you don't know what that person got on them. <laughs> so he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is back in the day, bro. I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm like over a decade detached from from all that, you know. Now yeah. would I, I wouldn't do that shit now, hell no. But back in the day, yeah, it was it was like one. So like my big homie put me onto it, and like the biggest thing he always pushed was like if we're if you're gonna do this and we get out there and get it popping like you can't you can't freeze up you know what i'm saying because then you're risking everybody and you know we wasn't like going uh up in people's shit and making them lay down like that in homes and shit you know but it was like it still was a like you said you know they could have easily a lot of them could have easily fired back yeah, I got uh, cause I be interviewing some like younger rappers, man. They still be like living that lifestyle and bragging. I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be one day the wrong nigga you gonna run up on, and all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's karma, man. Karma will catch you, man. And like for me, like uh, I was always into like taking shit, man. And so it's like 
karma came back around, you know, obviously I ended up, I ended up going and doing some time and then, but not even just that, like just the stupidest shit, like my stereo and my car would get stolen a lot or like, you know what I mean? Like just that karma. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm done with that shit. Nowadays, man, I'd I be nervous to even take a piece of gum and shit, bro. Yeah. Cause I mean, to me, it's like, to me, I just look at it like, it's kind of like one of the ultimate forms of karma. Cause you can't just, just take somebody's shit, man. Like, no. the only time I kind of like look at it like, okay, maybe if like both of y'all in that lifestyle, then it's like whatever. But you can't. I don't think. I don't feel like you should ever just innocent people taking. Yeah, shit. yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I, I big time, man. Like, I even be telling, man, like, what a joke amongst us, like growing up and shit. And I know it's not funny, but it'd be like fools to be like, well, you guys like to rob and steal. Oh, you out here snatching purses. And like, we'd be like serious, bro. And be like, do I look like somebody that takes a purse, man? I'd never take a, you know what I mean? Like, there's some shit I won't do. Like I'm running into the establishments and, and if, you know, maybe if we play in the same street game, I might hit you, but yeah, I don't, I'm not aiming at, I wasn't aiming at, you know, the innocent person that's out working hard for their shit, you know? Yeah, I know you ain't doing it no more, but it's just an interesting conversation. I was yeah, 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 yeah. What you think about people that loot? I mean, like, I think if you're gonna do it, hit the big establishments and stop. You know what I mean? Targeting like your the mom and pop stuff. Um, like honestly, I don't mind if as long as you're hitting the right people. Like yeah, that's just something yeah. like. Don't hit up your motherfucking neighborhood fucking uh grocery store. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> why I like go hit up Target or Walmart. What the fuck you doing? Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. I'm I, that I'm I don't have no problem with that. I'm not encouraging people to do it, but I don't I don't I'm not gonna look at you all like what are you doing? You know, but I I have seen like some videos circulated like people just looting and not realizing what they're looting, and it ends up being one of our own, you know, being that they're robbing. And it's like, and but you know, some of the videos I've been seeing ain't even some of our own people doing it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, but that's another, that's another, you know what I mean? Story. All right. So I want you to talk about your. Uh, how would you describe your style and your sound? Um, I'm I'm a storyteller. Um, I like to make sure that I paint the picture through the music to where you could actually put yourself in what I'm saying. Um, my sound. I honestly couldn't even tell you on my sound, man. I just try to make just I just try to make music, man. Like I just try to fill the beats, and I'm not aiming to be like I want to sound aggressive or I want to sound this way or I want to, you know what I mean? Like I just try to make music, to be honest. What's your creative process? Uh, so I'll get the beats, you know what I mean, and um, I'll go through like I, I hit periods that I try to do like every three months where like. I gather up beats from producers and then uh, I just go through listening to them and uh, whatever, whatever pops out to me, uh, I may hear it in my hear it in my head like, oh, I hear a hook, I hear the melody, or I even just hear like my cadence on it. So then I'll pull it up and I'll start just kind of jotting down little ideas. And then I just, once that, once I, once I get the first like three bars of, of my verse, the rest of it just flows. Mm. You know what I mean? And I just write like I don't I don't like I'd write at home, bro. Like I'll be in the living room writing. I have my earbuds in and my kids are running around and shit. Like so I, I like I don't need no like certain ambience. As long as I feel the beat, uh, I let the beat set the mood. You know what I mean? I let the beat set the mood and then I just put the words to it. 
Then I would say, uh, is there a lot of Native Americans in hip hop? I'm unaware of that. You like the first first person when I interview personally. I don't know too many. Uh yeah, there's a few. There's but there's only like a couple like on a on I guess what you would call like a uh I guess all around hip hop level. So there's a there's a lot of native rappers, but we tend to stick to our own and even like even label it ourselves like oh native hip hop. Okay. And uh and it's and it's the only reason they're not really known to a lot of people is because they normally hit like the the red circuit. So New Mexico, Arizona, and they kind of go from like the little certain res towns and um, and do their thing. There's a few, though, that have actually like uh, Red Cloud, MC Red Cloud, who's like actually part of the hip hop scene, period. It's not no Indian native title to him, um, even though he is, you know, what I mean, native and represents uh, Travis Thompson. He's out of Washington. He's actually doing some things. Um, Defy, he's on like the battle rap sway circuit, you know what I mean? Uh, but other than that, yeah, there's there's not really a lot, and this is no disrespect to my people, but uh, I, I'm blessed to like know my res, and but I'm from the city, I grew up and I'm part of the neighborhood, like you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I have both experiences where a lot of my people are like just used to the res, so the story they tell is only like appealing to other people that live on the res. Like you get what I'm saying? Not that the outside world won't listen, but I try to, for me, I try to make my music universal. And even the way I put it out there is I try to put it to where you could understand it from however you grew up. It's that's hard. If I'm just constantly talking about the res and how we are on the res, you don't know what it's like to be on the res. So then it kind of, um, it's not, it's not attractive to you get what I'm saying. Like you may be like, Oh, that sounds cool. But you really don't get what they're saying. So at some point you're like, oh, I listened to that. That was cool. But it doesn't keep your ear. So what's, what's your current projects? I see you got a, a video dropping pretty soon. I was going to try to play it, but it, I see it ain't out yet. It's come out a couple hours. Yeah, it comes out at two. Um, right now I'm just working on some collab projects. Um, I haven't really even focused on doing a solo. I got some stuff with Frankie Fadeless, uh, me and Nimi. Are supposed to get back to our second project and then uh i've been i'm working with billy no jokes but other than that i'm just been trying to work on uh just playing with my sound i went and got me like a little home setup you know the uh, interface and the monitors and the mic and all that and so i just been messing around trying to see what i can do differently because i don't want to keep just making the same music but i don't i'm not trying to like mimic anybody else's sound you know well you how many years you think you've been in it so far they're actually pushing this yeah it's probably with uh it's only been like four or five years mm -hmm. like it's very very mm -hmm. recently all like, out um, here in san diego mostly yeah yeah um so, so when i got out of prison in 2009 uh i left i left back home and came out this way um and so let me see i ended up in central cali for a few years yeah it's all been here in san diego the actual push push once I got back here, I met Rick Skills and you know what I mean, everybody else, Kali, all them guys. And yeah, I was just about to ask you about that. I would say you are you because um, yeah, I'd be working with Kali and Rick Skills, and I know they had hip hop Wednesdays for a while. Did you go there? Yeah, yeah, I rocked there. I rocked there a lot. Them, them are my brothers right there. Um, Rick, Rick is actually one of the first people to tell me to, to actually keep pushing. Okay. Uh, I put I put a project out, my first project, and he heard it and. Uh, 
you know, I, I thought I thought it went on deaf ears, and you know, I was like, all right, cool, I'm back to the drawing board. And then Rick was like, yo, I heard your project, that was dope. If you ever need me, let me know. Um, I start working on the second project, and he was well, he's the first one on the uh, first song of Duality, my second project. Me and him are on there, and then he told me I should start rocking shows. Nami too was like, you need to start doing shows. I'm boom, they got me some shows, and then from there, just rest is history. Yeah. What's up? So if you wasn't doing, if you weren't making music, what would you be doing? Yeah, I'd be a warehouse worker. <laughs> I mean, that's just being honest, bro. Like, if I, I mean, that's all I want to do is music, bro. If not, then I'm just, I'll just work the nine to five and feed my kids. You know what I mean? Or come up with my own, my own business idea. You know. But yeah. if if it wasn't music, like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have a problem just being regular and working. What's your interest outside of music? Uh, man, I like to read, you know what I mean? I'll be reading sometimes. I haven't read it in a minute, but honestly, it's mainly just music, bro. Like, I just, you know, raise my kids and do what I got to do and focus on music. Because not just, like, not just not just making the music my own music. I got back in. I went to school for engineering, audio engineering. So like that's kind of just what I've been focused on. Like even when I'm here just messing around, I'll just freestyle into the mic just so I can sit there and try to mix it and mess with it. When did you uh, go to school? Uh, this is like 2012. Oh, so after you got out? Yeah, yeah. After I got out, um, me and my brother were gonna try to push the music. That's where the Sky High Crew comes from. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing, so it was like just mixtape stuff. But I I didn't know nobody. And I was like, well, our shit sounds like crap. And the college right down the street from me had a music and they had like a real studio in there. And um, so I was like, I, I might as well enroll in school. So I rolled in school and then I ended up learning how to play the piano, write sheet music, uh, mic instruments, run the soundboard type stuff, you know? So, but it was cool, but I did it intentionally just for my own at home. You know what I mean? Just to know at home, and then I stopped doing that for a minute. And then now, you know, with everything going on, the pandemic, it's like, fuck it, I might as well get a little set up and start doing it again on my own. Yeah, how your life been since the pandemic? How did it affect your life? Oh, uh, man, it's it sucks, bro. Uh, out of work, you know what I'm saying? Out of work. Uh, my kids hate it because they, they, they want to be interacting, you know, and, like, they get mad, like, Yo, why can't we go to school thinking like somebody's trying not to let them? Like, yo, I wish you could go to school. I wish I could go to school. You know, it's just adapting. It's just been weird. It was a, it was weird, man. When all, when everything happened, the biggest thing for me was going into the grocery stores when it first happened. Everything was empty. People yeah. were running around crazy. I was like, yo, what the hell? Like, yeah. But now, you know, it's it's getting a little smoother, but it still sucks because I wanted to be doing shows, man. Like, we had a little bit of momentum before all this happened. And so it's now it's like just trying to keep it, keep that momentum through the internet. Whereas before, like, you know, we had shows lined up. We had, we had moves that we could were going to make, you know? So how are you, I mean, what y'all going to do different? Cause I think the shows ain't really going to open up for like another, at least a year or something. Maybe yeah. Two. So we're, we're doing, we're going to probably do the whole Twitch, you know, the whole Twitch live stream, uh, virtual shows. Um, Can do one? I haven't done one. I haven't done one yet. Um, well, Rick did one yesterday. Rick Rick did one for DJ Root's birthday. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, so, I forgot about it. 
Yeah, so stuff like that. My uh, my boy one up. He got you know the green screen over at his spot, so we're thinking about maybe doing a show over there. Uh, he's trying to make it maybe like a monthly thing. Get like maybe three artists at a time to just you know what I mean get up there rock and and uh, you know just figure out a different route because yeah we can't just stay stagnant and wait. All right, man. So what's your where would you say your goals are for your career right now? Right now, man, I just, um, you know, I, I would love to eat off this. I ain't trying to go, I ain't trying to blow up crazy or nothing, you know. Um, my goal for this is to get to a point where I can do this full time and uh, be able to, you know, take care of my end of, you know, taking care of my family and make dope music and just be, you know, make be respected in the scene. That's it, really, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not complicated. I, like, you can, I don't wear jewels and that. I don't, I don't give shit about none of that. If I could just eat off this and I ain't trying to be greedy, you know, as long as I can pay my bills, I'm good with it, man. Hmm. What advice would you give to new artists? Um, I would say to do this, do this out of being genuine. You know, do this out of being genuine because this, you know, I, yeah, I want to eat off this, but this is something I'm gonna always do. I'm always do this, even if I'm in the warehouse, you know what I mean? Until I'm old, I'm still gonna be making music. So just do it from a genuine placing, then give it your all, you know? Like if you if it ain't genuine and you ain't putting your all into it, it don't, it don't matter. Yeah, my boy was, tell, I was talking to this guy the other day. I think he's in, he's in the thing too, uh, fun. But he was talking about how you got these rappers now, they be like, oh man, I'm just, it's a bag, I'm getting the money. That shit don't help you when you got to rap, though. You still got to go in there and rap. So you can be saying yeah. all you want is the money and all that shit anyway, but you still got to rap, and that shit ain't tight. That shit ain't tight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, yeah. like, you know, you see cats that would just give up when it gets hard. I've seen that. You know what I mean? Like, even within our own scene over here, like, it kind of weeding out of who's really in this for the hip-hop aspect of it or who's just trying to, Oh, I could rap and I seen Wiz, Wiz Khalifa blow up off of, you know, a vlog or, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta, you, at the end of the day, you gotta show up and prove that you can spit. Yeah. Cause it's, it's easy to me. It's easy. Shit. It's really no shit. It's really easy to come up. I think anybody, if they really want to do this and just kind of somewhat serious, they can put out a mixtape. Anybody yeah. can do that. But can you like do that shit consistently? Keep coming out with projects. Getting better and better, do all the other shit that comes with it. You can that's just everybody can put out something all oh, I rap now. So, you know, that shit. I hate when people do that because it's easy to put out one project, but it's like, man, one project don't make you no rapper. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's real. That's real. That's real. Well, everybody I say anybody can put out one project, bro. Exactly, bro. So what would you say to your fans and supporters? I appreciate you guys, man. Like for real. Um, I didn't think like I would even be getting the momentum I got and like, you know, it's even on a small scale, but to me, it's, it means, it means everything, man. Uh, it, it means a lot. I thank you guys for listening. You know, people tell the people be telling me my own lyrics and I think that's dope, man. It, that's what I, that's what I wanted. And, you know, thank you for the support, the continued support and it's, I'm not stopping. So I'm gonna keep giving, you know? Uh, I'll ask you, do you got any hidden talents? <laughs> I can play ping pong. Like for real, you like Forrest Gump with it or what? Not Forrest level, but so the group home I lived in, the owner of the group home, uh, he was an African gentleman.
who used to be at that time, let's see, I met him in like 96. So probably like in 94, he was number two in the world at ping mm. pong. Uh, 97, 98, he took us to uh, Vegas for the ping pong championships and shit. Uh, all the way up until then and shit, I practiced with them. I could do all the little, the little weird tricks, make the ball spin. He taught me how to get fast play. Now you haven't done it in a while. I'd have to like catch up, but I, he used to have me out there. You know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. Just hitting it back and forth, put the other end of the table up and just play myself. Oh, so you um, real good. Yeah. I mean, I'm all right. I haven't done it in years, bro. But back then I, yeah, I was, I was cool. I mean, I could skate too. I could, you know what I mean? We grew up in the skate, the skate, the skate rings and shit. So, so how, 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 uh, like if you can play ping pong, can you play tennis? I, I can't. I, I could probably play tennis. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. But I actually, once they open up our little courts right here where I live, we got a tennis court. Uh, my oldest wants to get out there. So I'm like, all right, because I, I would think it's the same as, you know what I mean, the coordination. You're like badminton and um, racquetball. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. All that. Yeah. Man, to me, the hardest one is fucking handball. That shit hard as fuck. I'm like, you got to hit that I shit. Love handball. <laughs> I love handball. Yeah. That shit hard. Yeah, it is. No, you, you got to pay attention. When I first started playing it, I was just constantly just swinging at the air, <laughs> missing the ball. But yeah, it's, you, you'll get it down, man, if you stay on it. And it's a good workout, bro. I got fit. I got fit playing handball. So what's your social media again? It's uh, uh, at Indian.cool with the K. Yeah, so why I say Indian cool? Uh, it's the play on that. That's like another like slogan thing of mine. Uh, you know what I mean? Indian cool. But the uh, IG, I think when I put the Indian cool, is because it wouldn't let me do Indian K. Uh, so I just put the cool because not, I don't know how, I never really find anybody with the Indian K part, but for some reason somebody had it. And I was like, all right, well, I know nobody has Indian cool. So. Y'all keep talking like you're different Sweat rapping down how you hit him I'm getting money, staying honest But hungry, come from the life street issue AR-15 closing his eyes Parachute trooper, meaning I was dropped from the sky No disguise, no lies, who wanted with the champ? Your OG couldn't even stand tall in the camp Let alone the yard I got bigger goals, so I pull up on the homies We can blow the O Life talk to me, move walk the beat I write rhymes on my 9 to 5 Eat lunch, think fuck this 9 to 5 I can teach more, speak your mind I count money, quiet to myself, I'm that ready Me and the family love coastal brunches You punch the air, my shots count, I'll puncture your lung quick Yes, I'm dumb six An animal, work hard and get dumb rich And ain't stopping me, homie, I came for everything I earned it's bigger than self Sit in the cut, blowing top strings Not far off, but it's who and now It's bigger than self Sit in the cut, blowing top strings Not far off, but it's who and now They still ain't ready for it And I ain't got time to keep showing Humble dude, but yes, I am golden Had a talk with creator The wind told me they can't hold you That's why I walk like I do Takes the finer things Quarter round to baby girl Order shit the men you couldn't bring I glide by, my time is now Living the dream In your cool, rep my shit Every place that I move Money talks, but don't speak for me, that's over they head. I roll with reputables, that don't mean you gang gang over the ledge. Just step before dishonor. Let's see if you're mental ready. I'm quick to action, going against mine. Ain't no second guessing. Diamond in the rough, polished in the field, round, brilliant cut. 
pressure puts me in the zone The world is mine, time ticking, my grind gifted Watch where I go, they ain't ready for it They ain't ready for it, they ain't ready for it It's bigger than self, sit in the cut, blowing top strings Not far off, but a tool and now It's bigger than self, sit in the cut, blowing top strings Not far off, but a tool and now The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash POAudio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.